ahead and The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, welcome everyone. It's Josephine here. I hope everybody is enjoying their summer. I know as a mom entrepreneur, it's always a little more challenging when we have our children home and we're trying to get our work done. But um, hopefully you can get your work done and then spend lots of good quality time with your children. So let's start out with a business quote of the day. Usually I have my business tips, but last week I did 30 business tips um, with you, and today's show is going to be a little different. I'm going to continue with some business tips. I think I have like another 15 business tips here, but I'm going to start my show out with a business quote, and then we're going to have Blythe Lippman, which many of you know. Blythe is um, a radio host right after my show here on TogiNet. And Blythe is going to come on. We're going to talk about business tips together. And then we are actually also going to talk a little bit about trade shows, how important it is to be well prepared for trade shows. You know, my listeners, you guys know, I always try to bring to my show what I'm learning and doing in my business pertaining to my Glovey's product. And what I'm doing is I'm getting ready to attend a trade show and I'd love to share some tips and ideas with you regarding that. So let's start with the inspirational business um, quote for the day. It's actually by Oprah Winfrey. So this is what Oprah said. Doing the best at this moment puts you in the best place for the next moment. I thought that was so good when I read it. Um, I just came across that quote this morning and I just said, wow, how, um, how important is that for us as business owners to keep in mind that it's all these tiny little baby steps that we do on a daily basis that sometimes I know for myself, I always think, gosh, am I spinning my wheels or am I really going to get someplace? And then all of a sudden, you start to see all these tiny little baby steps have actually formulated into a process which has helped move your business in the right direction. So I think that's that was a great business quote, and I just wanted to share that with you. Well, anyway, with that, I'm going to bring Blythe on the air Um Blythe, as everybody probably already knows, because Blythe's a frequent guest of mine, she's the president and founder of Baby Instructions. She's based in Scottsdale, Arizona. She's a nationally recognized baby and toddler expert. 
Um, she's a parenting consultant. I like to refer to Blythe as the incredible Mary Poppins because she's so, <laughs> so, so good. She's an author of three award-winning books, Help, My Baby Came Without Instructions, um, what was the second one? Help my no, toddler came without. Well, which ones are they, Blythe? Because I know the two of them. What are more the help, four of them? More help because we need more help. Oh, the things right. I didn't cover. And um, help my toddler came without instructions just came out. Yeah, this is a brand new one that we talked a little bit about last weekend. It's such a great, great book. I've really, really enjoyed Thank it. You. But with that, let's welcome. Hi, Blythe. Welcome to Paying It Forward. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? You're so good. I'm doing good, Blythe. I love having you on the show because you've been in business for so many years. You truly are an expert. And last week was the first time I did a show by myself, and I felt like I was talking to myself, Blythe. So thank you for coming on my show today so we can share Lots of knowledge with our listeners today. How's that? Great. The show was great last week. You weren't talking to yourself because <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> All right. I feel better about that then. So, Blythe, what did you think about my inspirational quote from Oprah? Doing you know, the best at this moment puts you in the best place for the next moment. No, it's interesting because I have all these guests on my own show, Baby and Toddler Instructions, and we always tend, when they're women, to go back to the same part because I love that quote. Oprah has some great quotes, and, you know, of course, she doesn't hurt for a lot of things, and it's easy to be fully present, but I think it really does set you up for the next thing you're going to do. But the other piece of it I would add to Oprah's Oprah's little quote is mm-hmm. be fully present while you're doing that because so many times we go next activity, next activity, next activity. And then we look back. Do you ever look back at the end of the day and go, what did I do all day? I can't remember. I, I did so many things. It's so true, Blythe. And so often when we have young kids, I don't know. I think in the beginning years when my kids were born, I was so sleep deprived. I was ripping my hair out, trying to be the perfect mother. And I don't know. So often I look at those times that it was just such a blur to me. And even with my business now, my Gloviest business, bringing the product to the marketplace, it's almost like I met with my mentor a couple of weeks ago and he got to see my brand new Gloviest product. And he's holding it in his hand and he looked at me and he was so proud of me and so excited for me. And it it wasn't that I didn't have emotion. Because it is very exciting to get your new product hot off the press and all of that stuff. But Blythe, I think I've been working so hard at it that, I don't know, all these little baby steps have created the huge step of a finished product. And I guess I wasn't as affected as I thought I would be. Has Did that happen to you when you got your finished book in your hand? You know, I have to tell you, it is so true, and I really wonder if we took a poll if it would be true of most business owners that work so hard, only because this is how I always say this. You know, writing a book, people say, oh, it's so hard to write a book. The writing is nothing. It's a piece of cake if you like to write and you know what your project is. It's the marketing afterward that you work right. so hard, you know, with social media, with you know, calling people with, for me, moms groups, whatever, you know, for you too. But what I always have said is that sometimes I can't taste it. 
I love dark chocolate. And you know when you get that piece of good dark chocolate <laughs> in your mouth and you go, oh, this is so good. And right. you're looking forward to it. Sometimes I can't taste my project and look at it. Like my book, I go, oh, I love my book. But, you know, you're so tired. You just can't taste it. And I think that's part of what Oprah's saying, too, and yeah. being fully present that in our businesses, you know, if you have a, if they have a brick and mortar store and you're nice to customers, which hopefully everybody is, mm-hmm. that you, while you're there, you're fully with them. But sometimes you're so busy. And I think it's because we do so many things when we have a business that I think you're so you nailed it. You're so right that we're doing everything all by ourselves. So it's almost like. Not that we're struggling to survive. We're just struggling to get that done because once you get the finished product, like you said, there's still a hundred more things that need to be done. And one thing my mom always said, Blythe, was, and she's so right about this, and I did not take her advice, and I really need to, is that every day will be an ordinary day unless you take the time to reward yourself and make certain days special days when it is necessary. So that's why when we have children and they're little and it's their birthday, we make it an extra special day because we don't want their birthday to feel like any other day. It's the same thing with our business is that I guess I did not celebrate my new product because I guess I'm going to have to do a nice big launch party. What do you think about that, Blythe? I think it's great. <laughs> I haven't celebrated my book either if it makes you feel any better. But yeah. I, have to, I have to tell you, your mom was very wise. It's so true because I did something a couple years ago. It's so funny. I, like you, work all the time. And plus, my children are grown up, but I still work very hard. I actually put a put a sign on my door on Sunday that said on vacation so I would, <laughs> and I would try to close the office door and not go in my office on that day it didn't really work but that's cute but whatever you it's right your mother's right you should you should put it in your planner you know what we put everything else in our planner for you your children have activities and you know right. what time they have to be a certain place we don't put our activities in maybe we get our hair done or cut or something but we don't celebrate that No, you're so right. So it's important that when you really do have a personal accomplishment and you've met a personal goal in your business that you really, really do celebrate. So I think that's important. But Blythe, we're coming up on a break really soon here. And um, I can't wait to share with you. I'm going to go. I have like 15 more business tips. It's always good to get a second opinion as to how these business tips might affect you. But I had so much fun, Blythe, going through all of my notes. I mean, can you believe we have over 150 shows at this point? It you know, sure went fast. You know what? I can't because I'll look back at my shows and I'm like, yeah, I remember that. Guess they have to come back. They were so good. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have repeat guests that often be- besides you, of course, Blythe. But next week I have a really good um, guest coming back. Um it's Robin from Speak Etc. ETC, and she did such a great job. She's got a brand new book coming out, Standing Ovation, and she teaches you how to be a really great speaker, and she's just got this aura about her. I met her at a networking event in Manhattan, 
And I was so excited to get her email last week to say that she's got the brand new book coming out and she's going to be, uh, she'd love to be back on my show. So very, very excited. So she'll be on my show too. But Blythe, when we come back, we're going to talk lots and lots of business tips. And it's amazing. I could probably come up with a thousand of them from all of my shows because my guests are so good. Well, I am looking you know what? I can't wait to talk about your business tips. I was actually tweeting so everybody would come hear them. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's good. That's good. So here we go. We're going to come up on our show. We're going to talk about mentors when we come back, how important mentors are. And um, this is going to be great. Here we go. So stay with us, everyone. We'll be back shortly. Right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Goals, objectives, business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future. Business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real-world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style, along with an innate ability to form connections with people, gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Rockstar Radio Network, you will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years, and now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list to Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Blythe Littman with us today. So as promised, I am going to continue with my business tips. These are business tips that I learned from doing my radio show for almost four years now. So I went back to all my previous interviews, and I started to write down all the great tips from all my guests. 
So last week I did tips number one through 30. This week I'm going to start with tip number 31. I'm so glad I have Blythe with me so she can add her expertise to these too. Um, Tip number 31, get your hands on a really good mentor who is willing to help you, not judge you. Also, one of my guests was Allison Lamar. Gosh, she was probably my guest over two years ago. But she had a really good point. She said, find not one, but several mentors, meaning you can have one mentor for marketing, one mentor for, um, let, let's say, sales, marketing, sales, social media, whatever you need. Just figure out what you really want to do to get your business to the next level and just have a mentor do that. I know, Blythe, you have a question for me. I do have a question. How do you find a mentor and what happens? These are two questions. How do you find the mentor and what happens if you have a mentor and you don't agree with what they say and they're like stamping their feet saying, but I've done this longer than you (laughs) and you don't know what you're doing, but you don't. I mean, that's sometimes it's tough with a mentor. So how, first of all, how do you find one? Okay. So the way I found one mentor, um, That was my mentor, Larry. He was really a sweet, sweet guy. He got a little busy with his business. I got busy with my business. And um, he he was an incredible help to my Glovey's business. But the way I hooked up with Larry was I was at um, one of my local colleges here, actually in search of an intern, Blythe. How funny is that? So they were having some kind of like an annual meeting, um, and they were going to have interns from the university present that you could interview for your local business. It was all about helping the local community. And Larry was there at that meeting, and we started to talk, and that's when he had said to me, gosh, it was coincidental that he owned a warehouse and locally also. So he said, I really think I can help your business. I said, well, it sounds great. And he was my very first mentor. Incredible. Loved him. My second mentor, David, this is a very interesting story. I was actually at an NACDS trade show. And Blythe, you know, anybody who's gone to a trade show knows the amount of work that goes into the entire event. It's not just the event the actual event, the long hours standing there at your booth. It's the preparation before the event, and it's all the follow-up work afterwards. But by the time this event was in San Diego, and I can remember paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars just for my material to get to um, on the plane with me, Blythe, because there was no way it could even be FedEx. It had to go on the plane with me. And when I got there, I set up my booth that Friday night. I was so exhausted that when I went to the restaurant, Blythe, I almost got sick at the restaurant. And there I was all by myself in San Diego for the first time. I practically crawled back to my hotel room. I got to sleep and that's how I started my trade show. So I'm telling you all of this to tell you how exhausted I was all by myself. And this man walks up past my trade show, past my booth, and I was talking to the only two people that I knew out of thousands and thousands of people there. 
it was MMR Magazine. They called me the minute I, it was actually like 30 seconds after I registered for the show. They called to see if I wanted to take an ad out. I said, well, I'm a very small company, but I made them promise me that they'd come and stop by my booth and say hi. So they did. There were such nice guys, John Diaguardi and um, John, anyway, was down by Chris Stanton. That was the other guy. They came by my booth and I started talking to Chris and John and we were laughing and I was like, look at me, I'm exhausted. I can't believe I'm doing this all by myself. And all of a sudden their boss was standing behind me, behind them and he comes up and he's like, who is this you guys are talking to? And I explained, he came over to me and Blythe, it was the funniest thing. He turned to me and he said, wait a second, what is this? What are Glovies? And I started to explain to him what they are. He asked me who the manufacturer was and I was like, that's me. I was like, he's like, where's your sales team? I'm like, that would be me. He's (laughs) like, where's your marketing rep? I'm like, that would be me. He was like, who did all of this? I'm like, me, 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 me. And he was laughing and he could not believe the guts I had. He said, I can't believe you're doing this. He said, you need my help. He said, I'm in Manhattan. You need to come and have lunch with me in Manhattan. And I looked at him. I said, well, don't say it if you don't mean He said, believe me, you need my help and I'm going to give it to you. I said, okay, because when you say it, when anybody says they're going to help me, I follow through big time. So that was it. That was the start of it. I went into Manhattan. I had a beautiful lunch with him and he took me under his wing and it's four years later and Blythe, oh my Lord, I don't, I would not be where I am today if it weren't for him. He has encouraged me in good times and in bad. And to get to your second question, what do you do when you disagree? Oh, my God, Blythe. (laughs) Blythe, David's been doing this for 40 years. I never had the right to go into retail because I don't know it. Well, can I just tell you, he was screaming at me on the other other day on the phone. I said, David, don't yell. You're going to get a heart attack. And he said, what was, he He kept saying to me, stop worrying, stop worrying, you worry too much. And it's my nature. And you know how it is, Blythe, when we have all of our own personal money on the line and our business is our baby, your books are your baby, you'll do whatever you have to do to make it succeed. But it doesn't mean that we're not nervous or we're not um, worrying about it, but He's so funny. He's like, you worry half the time about stuff that doesn't happen, so stop worrying. So it's a little hard. I and have did to you stop you. worrying? You know what he did? <laughs> he did put me at ease, and I really, I default to him, which is kind of funny. I follow my instinct a lot, and if I feel very, very strongly about something, I make it known to him. <laughs> And we have, we battle it out, Blythe. We really do. And I'm like, no, David, I don't agree with you. And he's like, trust me, I'm right. I'm like, no, sorry. And you know what one of the things is? Social media. You know, because social media came way after the fact with David. And he has his whole entire team that handles all of that. So he's not 100% convinced that the time I spend with social media is it really going to get me what I need. He's all about distribution. Tell me you've got distribution. Tell me you got your product on all the shelves of the top retailers and then talk to me about social media. But until you have that, I don't want to hear it. 
and Blake. Oh, contraire, David, you know what? Right. <laughs> this, this is the whole thing. When right. I started doing my books, somebody said to me, how does anybody know you even wrote a book? Right. Yes, it's fun. You know what? If you don't tell anybody, they don't know. So I'm sorry. We'd have, we'd duke it out too if David right. were my mentor because right. it's a different world now. But you know, Josephine, here's the question. If you're not lucky enough to have wonderful David and your other mentor, do you think that if you go to a networking group, which I know you're going to talk about, is it, and you meet somebody that you just really look up to and they've been so successful, do you think that's another good way to get a mentor to say, can you help me? I mean, people are so afraid to ask for help. That's the other thing. But, Blythe, there's a way to do it. There's a way, there's a right way to do it, and there's a wrong way to do it. The wrong way to do it is send them an email and just say, I really would love for you to be a mentor, period. That, people are so busy, they can't take on more than they can chew. And that is not going to get you a response. The right way to do it is to send an email saying, I saw you give a great presentation yesterday. I loved, I learned so much from you. I have been in business for this number of years. I would love to be able to sit down with you. Maybe I can take you out to lunch. But this is what I'm trying to achieve in my business. This is how I think I need to go about it. I would love to discuss this over lunch with you. Is there any way we might be able to do that? But you have to know what your goal is and what the steps you currently think you should take in order to achieve that goal. And then you're going to them, not asking them to do the work for you, but asking them for their expertise and their advice. That's, That's great my- advice. That's great advice because I, you know what, you don't know what to say and people are busy. And I always have this conversation about how come people can't get back to you when you send an email. It's my new pet peeve. Why people can't get back to you. And I think I would like to add to that too. If it's somebody you don't know. Yeah. In the subject line, I think you have to put something that's going to get their attention. And not just dear whoever, whatever it is. You're so good at that, Blythe. I love the way you come up with your... um, your catchy things with your email marketing. You're very good. And that's a great point to bring up. So I don't know. Can you think of something? What would we put? If we were looking for a mentor, we saw somebody give a great presentation. Uh, let me think off the top of my head because when I do my videos every week, I try to come up with something catchy so people will look at it. Um, I know. You're see. so good. So we're looking for a mentor. We're looking for a mentor, and maybe they gave a presentation. You know, I love the word congratulations. I don't know. It it seems to be, to me, it's such a positive, positive word. Except I don't know if I'd put it in the subject line because it sort of sounds like a telemarketer. I Maybe I would put, I loved your presentation, yeah. or, or I don't know. Don't put, I liked your shoes. I loved your presentation. Yeah, I like that because I do think that would get them to open it up, to open up the email and then maybe see. Or I would put put a time frame. Help, help. (laughs) Yeah, and you always have to put a time frame and just say, "I, I know you're a very busy executive, but if you could give me just one hour for lunch on this specific day, that would be great. Or... 
Here we go. Halfway through our show already. Hang in there, everyone. We'll be right back. back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Go make the money! Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse. Involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Blythe Littman with us. So, Blythe and I were just discussing the importance of finding a mentor, but just in case some listeners out there are just starting out and they're wondering what a mentor is, a mentor is somebody, in my humble opinion, is somebody who is has been running a business for several years and who's quite successful at what they do, and they just have a huge base, knowledge base of how to properly run a business. So a mentor is somebody that um, can help you bounce ideas off of them to, it's almost like, um, I guess, Blythe, a board of directors would be a perfect example of a group of mentors, correct? Absolutely. That's perfect. Would you add anything to the definition of a mentor? You know, the only thing I would say is you have to sort of know what you're going to do. You can't just go to a mentor and say, well, I want to I do a shoe business. What do I do first? 
don't you think you really need to have some sort of business plan when you do go to your mentor? Because they don't want to do all the work, like you said. I love the idea, and this is so important, and I'm trying to train myself with this, is to keep everything simple. Keep everything simple. If you can go meet with your mentor or send them an email, have a one-page business plan. How about that, Blythe? I think if somebody came up to me and they had a one-page business plan and asked me to be a mentor, I would probably say, this person is serious and it would be worth my time to do it. You don't want to go to somebody who's highly successful, who doesn't have a lot of time. You don't want them to feel that you're wasting their time. Most people want to help you, but you've got to be willing to be very serious to help yourself and to work together as a team. Absolutely. You, you have to know what you do, what you want to do. What's the goal? That's the question. What's yeah. your goal and why do you want the mentor and how can they help you? I think that's great. All right, Blythe. So we're going to fly through some more here. Tip number 32, share. Share your story. I don't care if it's on an airplane, in the supermarket, wherever you are. And a lot of times, especially if you've been telling the same story for eight years, I think in my head sometimes, Blythe, oh no, here we go again. (laughs) If we could just take a tape recorder around with us and hit play, it would be a little easier. But it's so important to share your story. Don't you agree? You know what it is, and and like you talked about, Oprah, do it your best way and and make sure you're fully present when you do it because they never heard your story. I mean, I'll tell you with me, and I say this all the time, when I go to a restaurant or if I go to a store, if I see a mom with a crying baby or a toddler that's having a tantrum, this is so obnoxious sometimes, (laughs) I go up to them and say, it's none of my business. I'm not trying to be obnoxious, but I write books for new parents and I have a radio show with some great guests. So would you like my card or else I just give them the card and, you know, they pretty much say thank you. People are really excited to have you go up to them. I think it's great. I think it's great. They haven't heard. They're not going to look at you and say, I already heard that story from my friend last week, so it doesn't matter. You yeah. need the elevator speech. You need the quick story. It has to be quick. Don't you agree? It can't be Absolutely. Something. 30 seconds. Really, really 30 seconds. So yes. I think that's important. Share your story. Tip number 33, network at least once a week. Oh, Blythe, it sounds so easy, doesn't it? But when we're doing 100 things at the same time, to really remove ourselves out of our home office or out of our office to go and meet new people, it's quite challenging. But it's super, super important. I know it is. It's really important. And you know what? I think sometimes when you go to a networking group, especially if it's a breakfast group or it's just coffee or whatever it is, it really starts your day off great. When you walk out of there, you've met some nice people, you've shared your business tips or whatever you're going to share with them and met some new people. It's a nice way to start your day. You don't have to do it every day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a perfect example, my guest next week, Robin Hatcher. I mean, I met her at a networking event. I remember being in the city that night, calling my husband, telling him to make sure the kids' homework was done and everything. And I'm sitting there saying, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm here at this event. I wasn't going to get home till 10 o'clock at night. It was a lot of effort. But Blythe, from that one meeting, I met so many people. And it's almost like you form some kind of camaraderie between each other, you know. And what happens is 
you meet a lot of those same people at other networking events. And it all seems, it's all for the love of our business, I guess. How's that? It is. And love, you know what? You got to love what you're doing. And yeah. I know you do, and I know I do, and a lot a lot of people don't, and it shows. They go, oh, I just have to work. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Right. Don't make it work. Make it fun. Ask somebody about themselves when they come into your store. You know, what, do you have children or whatever it is? That's a good point, and it brings us to tip number 34. Be a good listener when networking. Show people you really care. So not only ask the question, but listen to the answer and be a part. Be interested in knowing what they have to say because I don't know about you, Blythe, but I always, my antenna goes up, especially when I'm talking to moms about anything related to my Glovies product, especially if they're telling me, oh, you should really use Glovies for this or Glovies for that. I am making a mental note in the as soon as I can take a piece of paper and a pencil out, I start jotting it down. So I think that was a really good point you brought up. You know what? That's that's a really good tip to listen. And it's funny because I'm sitting here thinking about my grandfather who passed away many years ago, but he had a shoe store for 60 years. And he knew everything about everybody. He knew the grandchildren's name. And he knew, you know, who was getting married and what people had, which restaurant they went to. It was in a small town, but still. He always remembered, and they would come in, and he'd say, how are you, and then ask about something, you know, with the family, and it really makes people comfortable when you remember and when you ask, you know what, we all want people to be interested in us, whether we're in a store, you know, whatever it is. Have you ever gone into a store, and you'll see somebody, and they have a really cute hairstyle or something Mm -hmm. that works in the store, and you go, gosh, that's a great haircut. Where did you get it? Yeah. Then they wait on you better. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) That's so funny. It's important to connect relationships, relationships. That was one of my tips last week. Relationships are super important. All right, let's move on to tip number 35. Create your exit strategy the day you incorporate. What do you think about that, Blythe? I'm wavering on that because... It's great to have, again, a business plan with an exit strategy. But before I say anything else, why don't you explain what that means? Okay, so this is interesting. I never really thought about this. I have a friend of my husband's who's hugely, hugely successful. And he buys, he, he will start a business and sell it for multi-millions of dollars only a couple of years later because somebody has an interest in buying his company. Then he's off for a couple of years because of a non-compete clause. Then he opens up another business. Anyway, it goes on and on and on. He always said from the day you decide to go into business, you should have an incredible plan to know exactly how you will get out of that business because your entire business all of your the steps that you take toward building your business will be determined based on your exit strategy. And it was a, an interesting thought to me. I didn't quite buy into it right away. But the more I thought about it, the more it made sense to me. So my exit strategy for Glovies, it doesn't mean you're exiting in a year or two years. My exit strategy is I have three young kids and they're growing up pretty fast and they all kind of get a kick out of 
my glovey is business, but if I can make it into a huge, huge company, perhaps my exit strategy is that I'm going to hand my business down to my children. And that is my goal, is that I am hoping that one of my three kids is going to love running the business so much that they'll want to take it on and turn it into something more. So that's an example of an exit strategy. Or maybe somebody, Procter & Gamble, is going to come to me, Blythe, and offer me millions and millions of dollars for my business, and I'll say, okay, maybe that's going to be exit strategy number two. So, so you can have more than one exit strategy because we don't know. You know, you go into business yeah. now and it's going to work a certain way and, you know, it, it doesn't. You look at it and you go, wait, I didn't think of that. And then the whole business plan is a little different, not bad, but different. Yeah, I agree with you there. So that's great. Okay, tip number 36, and I touched on this a little earlier. Write a one-page business plan. Review it monthly and post it next to your computer. I think it's so important, Blythe, as business owners, that we stay focused. It's so hard when we're doing so many different things that I know for myself, it's almost like I'm pulling out a rope. I've got to reel myself back in because I'm all over the place. Does that happen to you too? You know, it really does. And I'll tell you something interesting. I had the author, Alan Klein, on my show a couple weeks ago, and he talked about the fact that he wrote a paper that said he will be successful with his – he's written tons of books. He's a jollytologist. He teaches – uses humor to help you get through pain, and he's he's a great guy. And he put – he wrote something down in his office that said where he would be and what he would get, and he is so successful. And he said, I swear, I read it every single day. Oh, wow. So, you know what? You can add that to the bottom. I will make a million dollars or I will reach 5,000 people today or whatever it is. Yeah, I think that's a great – it's great. you got to want it and you got to dream big and it will it will happen. I don't know. I'm, I'm an optimist. <laughs> I really am, Blythe. And it's not Good. to say that perseverance is not important, but you just got to believe that you can do it. So business, oh, I'm going to squeeze this one in. We only have a few seconds left before our next commercial, but business tip number 37, keep your promises. It's so important. If you promise you're going to send somebody something, just do it immediately. And if you can't do it right at that time, write it down on your list of things to do and make sure you follow through with your promises. That's the best tip ever because we forget, we get busy, and then you go, oh, my gosh, I didn't do this. I was going to do it a week ago. And it stresses us out, doesn't yes. it, Blythe? And we always have it on, your, on our mind. So I've actually gotten really good about writing everything down on my list of things to do on one pad so it's working out great. But here we go. Hang in there, everyone. Stay with us and we have lots more business tips coming. Thanks, everyone. Right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. 
Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. It's talking smack with Beth, the real sports mom. It's one hour of hot topics that matter to sports moms and athletes. We'll be bringing you tips and advice from the leaders in youth sports today, as well as some inspiring stories from athletes and sports moms. With our own Sports Moms Roundtable, you're invited to be part of our show. We strive to educate and empower sports moms everywhere. Join us for Talking Smack with Beth, the real sports mom, every Thursday at 12 noon central, right here on the TogiNet Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jurassi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's hard to believe we're on our last segment of Paying It Forward already. But before we get started, I do this with all of my guests. I like to give you the opportunity, Blythe, as a thank you for being a guest and taking time out of your busy, busy day to be on my show. I'd like to give you the opportunity. Tell my listeners where they can go out and they can buy your book. And, of course, we have to let them know that they have to listen to your show because your show is great, too. Aw, thanks. Well, you can get all my books at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Audible.com, all the .coms. You can go to my website, BabyInstructions.com. And don't forget, I do... I do parent consults. If you can't get your baby to stop crying or go to sleep, if you can't get your toddler to eat or they won't stop with the tantrums, I am just a phone call away at 480-510-1453 to set up an appointment. You don't have to be stressed about that. You need to have fun with your children. So thank you for my little commercial. Oh, good. (laughs) Well, thank you, Blythe. So, Blythe, before we get started with our last business tips. Tell me, did you get the Glovies package that I sent in the mail? I feel bad that I didn't follow up with you. They're on my hands as I type. No. <laughs> That's <laughs> I did so get funny. Them. And I, you know what, I am so excited about this product for you because being, you know, being a preschool teacher for years, you can use them for so many things. Not just preschool, not, you know, they're great if you make meatballs in your house. They're great if you do paint projects. And these are for your children. And what I really love that reminds me this time of year, you know, so many times you take trips with your kids. Uh And the first thing they do when you go in the bathroom is they want to touch everything. And a lot of times it's the floor. Uh Uh-huh. And you can put gloveys on your children when you go into the restroom. I think every restroom in the world should have glovey, a glovey dispenser. <laughs> You're so funny, Blythe. That 
that is something in the works. Let's just put it that way. But Blythe, I love sharing this whole process with you. Do you realize you're like one of the very, very first people that got my um, my product, my brand new product? The whole shipment has not even arrived yet. And your opinion means so much to me. So I'm so, so glad. And because of your baby expertise, I knew you would be able to help me, you know, come up with different ways that people can use the Glovies as well. But I have to tell you, this is going to be a home run. I am so confident about it. And the reason is because Glovies are a problem to a solution. And Blythe, my original product that I came up with was because I took my toddler into a public restroom for the first time and I was horrified at everything that he touched. And I went out, I was having lunch with my girlfriends and I said, hey guys, is it just me or are you guys skeeved about the bathroom as much as I am potty training the kids? They said, no, 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 it's everybody. Well, the next time I went into a public restroom, I realized there was a grandmother trying to pick up a toddler to get him to wash his hands after the bathroom. And she was holding her back. I said, are you okay? She said, you know what? This is the worst part of me taking my grandchildren out. I only take them out once a week. We go out to lunch and I just hate taking them to the bathroom. So I went home that day and I said, there must be a better way. I came up with a prototype and that's it, Blythe. Glovies were born. So with that in mind, I decided to revise the product and come up with a different version where these are actually latex-free. And um, they're latex-free, they're FDA-approved, and it's a multi-purpose disposable glove. So... That's it. How's that? Uh, you know what? I love them. I can't wait till you have them in and start distributing them because they should be every place. They should be in every state. And, you know, and they're easy to just stick in your car or in your purse or any place. And yeah. you know what? Great product. Everybody, every parent should have it. They should, the baby should come out. And after that, there should be Glovies and my books. (laughs) I think that sounds good, Blythe. We have to co-brand here. We have to get to every maternity ward. Are you ready? That's right. (laughs) All right. So with that, let's go back to our business tips because I have like another six of them here. So business tip number 38 um, is hire a really good graphics designer. Blythe, did you ever imagine how many times you would need a graphics designer running a business? You know, it's interesting. I didn't even know what a graphic designer was until I did my books. And I, but then I went, wait, I can't draw. It's right. So, you know what? It's important because, Josephine, the first thing that gets us, like if we go for my book, for instance, if we go in a bookstore, there's a trillion books. The first thing that gets you to pick up the book is the picture. When you go into a store, the first thing to get you to pick it up is if there's a picture on the, on the box. I mean, we, you know, we're all visual, especially when we're spending money. And that, how, how is our product different than others? So somebody's going to pick it up. What's the hook? Right. Right. I think you're so, so right. Uh, it's amazing when you find a really good graphics designer, though, Blythe, how they can really make a difference. And the lesson that I've learned with my Glovies product is. It's really, really important. Like with my second Glovies product, I hired a top-notch designer who actually had expertise in consumer awareness. So it's not just 
getting a graphics designer to make a box look pretty. It's about getting a graphics designer that understands the consumer to get somebody who can go into the mind of the consumer and make them look at that box and say, wow, I need to buy that. So I think that's really important. So do your homework and try to get a a really great graphics designer on your side. You know, I'm glad you said that too, because it's interesting. If you get, I had a couple graphic designers and if they didn't know babies and they had no clue what I was trying to get across because you don't, you know, you don't get it. I mean, if somebody asked me to draw a motorcycle, I wouldn't know what to do. No, you're so right. So tip number 39 is hire a great web designer. I almost feel like they go hand in hand, but how important is a website, Blythe? I'm embarrassed with my website right now because I'm in the works of redoing absolutely everything, new brand, new logos, new everything. And I look at my old website, and at one point, I thought it was incredible. Now, I'm just, like, embarrassed by it. But it's so important to not to have a web designer on your team. The better the designer, the better your impression is out there for the world to see. You know, it's funny because I'm doing the same thing, and my website is being updated, and I loved my other website, too. But what we forget is that things change. I mean, yeah. so what I realized when you do your website, we're all so busy. People are not going to go all over your website looking for what's, what you're trying to get across. That homepage has to be quick and easy and tell exactly what you do. You do glovies, I do books and consults because people don't, just don't have time to, to go fishing in a website. So yeah. it's so important. So go to my website, babyinstructions.com. It's got a new look, but we're still working <laughs> on it. All right. That sounds great. So, all right. Tip number 4040. Look for money before you need it. How important is that, Blythe? Oh, my gosh. Can't do business without money. And the fact that everything costs at least three times more than what you think it's going to cost is so important as a business owner to just know. Because, Blythe, I, I'm telling you, I am amazed at how much money I have spent in my business um, in the past eight years. But the truth of the matter is, you've got to spend money to make money. But always realize you're better off asking for the money before you actually need it. Don't you think, too, you have to have a rainy day fund because all of a sudden something will come up that you didn't think about with your business that can really help? And you go, wait a minute, do I have money to do that? Yes, That's a great, great point. Piggy bank's a good idea. (laughs) Right. Okay, business tip number 41. Always have a remote backup for your computer. It's so funny when I come up with these tips. Last week I had a bit of a computer crash, and I, I actually purchased my computer from Staples. And when I brought my computer in, the guy looked at me, and I knew this was happening. Have you been getting a lot of emails, Blythe, from people in your contact list that you haven't heard from in a while? I am telling you, viruses a lot of times have the word H-E-Y in it. It says, hey, Blythe, or hey, whatever. It, they're all viruses, and you've got to be super, super careful. I don't know how it happened, but I actually had a worm weaving throughout my computer. So you have to make sure you have a remote backup. And thank God for Mozzie. I personally use Mozzie, M-O-Z-Y. 
and that backs up my file. So if I need to restore, I can just restore right back to to my original file. So Not, you know, I want to add one more thing because I have a Mac and I have a backup that's attached to my computer as well. So mm-hmm. some people have said you should have two backups. And with when it's attached to the computer, it automatically backs up. You can set it to back up, you know, like in the middle of the night or what, or every hour, whatever you want. So I was also told you should have two backups if you're well, going to use an outside source. That's a good idea. Okay. So we have to do that. And, of course, this is like a given. Always install antivirus. It's annoying to have to do that and to upgrade it every single year and pay for it every year. But it's so important, isn't it? Oh, gosh, it's worth every cent and every minute you spend. Because when you lose your business stuff, which I did, when I changed computers, you just cry. If you're a woman, you cry. Maybe a man cries, too. Yeah. But it's hard to get back. It's it's impossible. If Once it's gone, it's in cyberspace. And the thing is, Blythe, the way I kind of justify it for myself is the, let's just say it's $100 a year. That $100, what is your time worth? Imagine the amount of hours it's going to take you to recoup just because you've got to pack up your computer, take it into the shop, you know, get it fixed, you know, then get it back home and reset it all up again. It's just your time is your money. So just make sure you're properly backed up and you have your antiviruses in. Okay, we only have one minute left, so I'm going to squeeze in one more business tip. This would be business tip, I guess, number 43. If doing projects with other people, look into Dropbox. Dropbox is a lot of fun. I've heard about this for years, and I finally um, got it on my computer, and I'm able to use that with my graphics designer, and we're able to put pictures in that one Dropbox, and she has access to the folders as well. So Dropbox is a great tool to have as a business owner. So with that, Blythe, I am sending you hugs and kisses (laughs) all the way to Scottsdale from New York. I want to thank you for your time, for being um, a guest on Paying It Forward to my listeners. We're going to have a great guest next week, Robin Hatcher. She's going to be talking about her new book, Standing Ovation. So stay with us. And Blythe, I hope you have a wonderful, successful show. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. I love being on your show. Thanks, Blythe. We'll see you real soon. And everyone, have a great week, and I'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week, we'll be discussing accomplishments, 